Welcome, gentlemen. We are episode seven in Off the Bench, joined as always by Randy Jowers, Jim Cross. I'm Daniel Ball, just keeping the peace. And I say that um, with every intent tonight of really having some really good back and forth banter because I think tonight we're going to dissect the NFL, we're going to jump into predictions and playoffs, and I have a feeling that some people might be getting a little butt hurt tonight. Um, speaking of butt hurt, before we jump into things, Jim, how you feeling, man? I I dropped a bomb on you. I think Randy and I both dropped a bomb on you, and we didn't even know we were going to drop a bomb on you this morning. So tell tell our listeners what what the day started off for you with. You know, I like to be a winner in everything, even if it's trivial shit that doesn't mean anything, such as being the one that knew Randy first. And so I take pride in knowing that we went to Shadowlaw Middle School in seventh grade, even transferred in like the same week. And so this morning we're talking, everything's all good. And then you had to say that you were from Yarkon at the Bay. I guess I just don't understand Frazier. I call it Frazier. And come to find out, y'all went to the same school, like West Bank. I don't know. It, I don't even know How dare called. you? Anyway. You need to get it right. West Side. I even West sent you Side. a picture of it so you would know. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm trying to forget all the information I took in. And I come to find out that not only did y'all go to school together, but y'all are in kindergarten together. Like, y'all are little homies, and you didn't even know it. Like, y'all probably had a sleepover. And for that, I now have no claim to be Randy's friend person, and I don't know. It bothers me. I don't know what to say. I mean, we were we were dapping each other up and the Red Robins reading table and then <laughs> at our block center, like, going out, like, shooting b-ball outside of the school, man. Like, Shout out to Miss Knight. Shout yeah. out. Man, I tell you what. I, I think out of all my teachers, she's the most memorable, and she was my first. Oh, All right, man. so this means I'm going to get Chris Murdoch on the podcast so I can have a kindergarten friend. He knows oh, oh, that's so sweet. But y'all didn't have Miss Knight, though. Nope. Ain't nobody got Miss Knight. All right, man, so is is our season, Jim, is our season going to start on time? Yes, absolutely. I mean – especially if basketball gets underway. There's no way to think. And I don't even think it's going to be with partial crowds. I mean, being outdoors and everything. And, you know, that that one picture circulated going around of outdoor sports all the way back in the early 1900s. I checked its authenticity. It was real. When the Spanish flu was going around, they were wearing masks at the game. So that's what it takes. Like, I think football, of all the sports, has to have people in the stands. And so I think we start on time, and I think we start with fans in the stands. Randy, with, with fans, are we at full capacity? Are we at half capacity? What do you think we're going to have in these stadiums? You know, I think it's easy for everybody to talk about, you know, you know, COVID-19, let's be safe, let's social distance until you start putting dollars and cents to it. Uh, so, you know, 38% of revenue will be lost if they don't have fans in the stands. That's a lot of revenue for NFL owners, right? And we know that they're king when it comes to it. That would be $5.5 billion with a B. Learn that at Westside. That's a lot of jack. And guys like Jerry Jones and Arthur Blank and those guys, just to name a couple prominent ones, you know, 
they they're just not going to lose that money. I just don't see it. So when we talk about revenue and fans is and obviously with COVID, there's a lot of hot spots in in different areas. Like New York, for instance, are the the Jets and the Giants going to be working at different capacities than say somebody like the Texans or the Chiefs? No, I think it's going to be an all for one, one for all thing. I think the NFL is going to have a uniformity to it. It's I don't think they're going to be you know if you travel here you don't have fans go here you do gotcha jim do you think are we gonna hold true we're gonna have our bye weeks and we're gonna have our two weeks and and the end of the season for pro bowls and super bowl yeah i think i think everything is gonna happen on time i mean randy will tell you here locally they're already selling tennessee volunteers season tickets on the radio i'm trying to tell you so you get a hundred thousand in there, baby. I, I I get the revenue, and trust me when I say this, I want my boy Dak to get paid. So I'm banking on people being in the stands. But if there's even a whiff of a second wave of this, which will be coming right towards football season at some point, um, I think we got to be prepared to have no fans. And I think if a second wave hits, like I think it's going to be a very quick reaction to what's going on. So I, I could easily see there being no fans or limited fans. I could easily see them getting rid of that week of the the Pro Bowl. And if that happens, I think that might be the end of the Pro Bowl. I mean, I see um, all sports differently. Like, I think NFL, I can actually picture it a little bit more. I can't see college football. Which is, I don't know. It's It's such a monumental part. I don't want to see no fans in any of them, but I think I could actually see NFL more than I could college with limited fans. I agree because, you know, you talk about a lot of these colleges, they have – some of them have off-campus stadiums. If not off-campus stadiums, they have uh, quads and the groves and things like that that may not even belong to the university. How do you police that? You know, Ole Miss might only have 55,000 inside Hemingway, but there's 100,000 of them outside. Everybody's – and they're not – they're all in the same tents. You know, there's not – I just don't see how you police it. I don't think you can. There's there's not enough people to police it. And I think you make recommendations and you hope people abide by the recommendations. But at the end of the day, I think it's about the game and the atmosphere. And, you know, especially with college football, um, because it's more, I would say college football is more of an atmosphere driven excitement than the pro game the pro game is actually like let's let's tailgate but like i want to see the best of the best um yeah it's a difference between it's pro it's pros pro right i'm right. there to do a job it's a business yeah i mean i think we're all in agreement so we're 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 ready to see some football and we're we're in the belief that they're going to start on time and so let's go into this with the presumption that everything starts on time. All the fans are there. Everything is as, you know, as it should be. Um, Jim, take me through the NFL season, and let's start with the AFC. Um, tell me who, who comes out of the AFC, the top seven. All right. So we know I got the Cleveland Browns in there. I'm just going to lead off with them. Is it, they're not the number one seed, but I got – I mean, I just got to lead off with that, right? And then I would have – We are recording south, this, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I told him. I said we are recording this because I you better not turn turn on not having the Browns. No this. editing. Browns. Okay. Look. All right. And so from you the just look silly was, wearing that jersey saying the Browns are going to the playoffs. Look, if I'm wearing a Michael Thomas jersey, I'm just trying to imitate my boy. He runs his mouth and it don't even make sense. Oh, so you're about to get real butt hurt and go at yeah. us. Yeah, here we go. Pro- pro- probably. <laughs> just remember, just like him, I'm the best. No. All right, so Kansas City Chiefs out of the West, out of the South. Give me the Texans and the Colts. Colts winning the division. Give me the Ravens and the Browns, like I said. Give me the Buffalo Bills taking the East. And you know what? I was – I'm making a last-second change. I was going to have New England in there just because of New England. But you know what? I'm going to go bold, and I'm going to go three teams from the north. So go ahead and give me the Steelers in there as well. And so normally that would seem asinine to have three teams from one division, but adding in that seventh uh, got to come from somewhere. So give, give me those um, with – I don't know if we're doing this yet, but give me – Just hold that. Hold there. Let's okay. – we'll break it down. But – Run through your, your, your seven again. All right. So, Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Houston, Indianapolis, and Kansas City. All right. You did sneak the Colts in there. Sneak. Saw that. Sneak. I mean, Randy, I, I'm trying to throw you some bones here. He's sneaking the Colts in there, but he also has them with the Browns. So, I don't know what kind of yeah, credibility. Is it really a compliment? Work. I mean – all right, Randy, AFC, who you got? Top seven. So I'm going to go one through seven. Let's make this easy. So we're going to go division winners. Number one seed, the Ravens. And I'm going to go Ooh. two seed Chiefs, three seed Bills, four Colts, five Steelers, six, the Denver Broncos. Number seven seed, the Tennessee Titans, even though it hurts my soul to say it. Oh, I got cut off when I was going to put them in order, and then you're just going to come out and do it. Okay, okay. One through seven, baby. Top four of the winners. A little Frazier bias, I see. That's West Side. When you lead off with the Browns, like, people stop listening. (laughs) There was nowhere to go but down. Yeah. off LSU North, bro. You see that in the backdrop? LSU. Okay. Hey, I see Joe Burrow, and he ain't with the Browns. Nope. He's going to beat up on the Browns. So, all right, so rank them. Rank, rank them. Rank them for us, Joe. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to throw a curveball. Randy's going to say it's not much of a curveball. But when I look at the Chiefs' schedule, I think that the Chiefs would be the, the pick number one. But go ahead because the schedule base. Give me Buffalo at the one. Give me Baltimore at the two. Kansas City at the three. Colts at the four. And then the rest, I mean – because they're all wild card, you can put them in any order with Houston, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. But I just want to make sure I got the Bills as the number one seed in the AFC. I got that. All right. Well, I mean, I, the the teams, with the exception of the Browns, I mean, are pretty much the same that I have. I'll give you my – AFC, the East, you give me Buffalo. The North, you give me Baltimore. The South, I'm going to take Houston. The West, you're going to give me the Chiefs. 
And I got the Steelers, a wild card, the Titans, a wild card. And I got two teams as that seventh spot. And I'm going to lean not with the Colts, and I'm going to go with the Patriots. <laughs> and and I, I wanted Randy to know that that was a really difficult dis- decision, but I, I'm – I keep thinking that there's a guy by the name of Cam Newton that is going to go to New England, and it's going to change the game. So, um, not he's a game changer. Not necessarily a team that's going to finish top three or four, but I think a team worthy of making the playoffs. So if but I not if Phillip I, Rivers, how dare you? If all of his seventeen children are listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take a bite of tongue. And, you know, based on your prediction, Daniel, if Cam Newton does come in, he did call him on a previous episode. The He, he called it ahead of time that he'd be the comeback player of the year. So wouldn't it be something if your prediction came true and his own prediction did him in the ass? Hey, look, I, I, all, all bets are off. If he goes to the Patriots, I, almost, I had them. They're going to be right there at that, seven, that six, seven seed, I think. I think they lost too much, not only in Brady. That isn't even the loss. I think the loss is the defenders. They got four starters that went out for one of the best defenses in the country. In the country. In the in the in the NFL. So what do you think about that Titans? In the world. Uh, he picked the Titans and the Texans and left your boys out. That's you know, I, now first of all, this morning started off glorious. We were besties. And and now I feel like Miss Knight, all her hard work just went to nothing. Mm. Mm. I mean, what what's who do you think Miss Knight was a fan of? I, oh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Cowboys because, I mean, it was like back then. This is like, actually, you know what? What, in 89-90, they were like, what, 2-14? and 14? That was like Troy Aikman's rookie yeah, she, year or something, man. She probably got in on the front end. She was, she she was with me that. as a primetime fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. She was a bandwagon person for sure. Um. So I'll rank them. I got Kansas City in the one spot, Buffalo in the two, Baltimore in the three, Houston in the four. And then I think the Steelers will be back uh, in the with a five, Titans with a six, and then the Patriots with a seven. Um, I could go either way, Randy, to be honest, with Patriots or Colts. Um, I don't follow neither one of them enough, but I do know that the Patriots have enough uh, credibility in reserve to say that until you beat them, like they're they're the team. So, so well, you're, you're giving you're giving the Patriots the credibility, but you're also giving Houston the benefit of the doubt when we just saw them get fleeced in the trade market. They got rid of the best receiver, arguably the best receiver in the league, at least top three. So they didn't get better. Hey, let me ask you a question before you answer that, Randy. So somebody told me Brandon Cooks wasn't any good, and I tried to say the same thing when he left New Orleans. But Duke, he's oh, putting he's up 1,000 yards no matter where he's at. He's just clearly not a good teammate. No, he's good. The talent's there. He's, he's good. But the Titans pick is what throws me. Like, I don't know if they weren't – and I'm going to upset some people because all our friends – for the most part, if they're not Cowboys fans, they're talking about, I felt like it was kind of fluky that run. I don't, I don't see them back there. Well, I, I'm almost the same way. The only thing that I do believe in is their defense. I do not believe in Tannehill as the answer at quarterback forever. And but you know what he did was he was very opportunistic because the dude was like, you know what, I gotta show out this year or else, and he did. And, and look, it's it's it capitalized. So Jim, 
Take me down from your seven to four. Take me down to the top four. All right. So, Buffalo, Kansas City, Indianapolis, and Baltimore. Yeah, I said it. Wait, I don't know. I said Buffalo, Baltimore, Indianapolis, and Kansas City. Yeah, I had that right. Yeah, you're hating on the Colts. I thought they already had a lot to work with. I think Philip Rivers is a gamer, even with turnovers. And I like what they did. So give me, give me them in the four. Let me, let me ask you this: If they put in some social distancing policies, and Philip Rivers decides to bring his whole family to the game, nobody else will be able to come. Yeah, that's that's half capacity right there. Yeah. All right, Randy, who's your top four? So just are we talking about top four? Who's going to move on to the second yeah. round, right? Okay, then yeah. I'm going to go like this. It's going to be the Ravens because they're getting the bye in the way I have it. And I got the Chiefs beating the Titans, Colts over the Broncos, Steelers over the Bills. So that gives you the Ravens, Chiefs, Colts, Steelers. He's a bona fide hater. Man. I, you talked all that – or, you know, you backed up Jim Kelly and then you're going to come on here and, and go after Buffalo I'm, like that. I'm besmirching him, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith, Don Beebe, all of them. I'm coming for them boys. Jim Mora, everybody. He, he's going after everybody. You remember when Zach Thomas flipped him all the bird? I'm with him now. <laughs> all right. I got, I got Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City, Houston. For me, that's, that's chalk. top four moving on will be the final four. Um, I'll take it a step further and say that the AFC championship game will be Buffalo and Kansas City. Um, who you got in the AFC Championship game, Jim? Same with you. Let's roll it. I, I'm, I'm ready to see the Bills uh, be in the big game, see what they can do. Yeah, I think th I think they're ready. I, I think they're ready. And I, I'm not going to flip them the bird. Um, but, uh, Randy, who you got in the championship game? I'm going chalk. I'm going Super Bowl MVP versus regular season MVP, Ravens-Chiefs. All right. And who, who wins that game? Chiefs, baby, because when Patty Holmes comes to play, he wins. I I totally agree. I have Kansas City going on to the Super Bowl representing the AFC. Jim? All right. You pick the Bills, I'm hanging up. Not only am I going to pick Kansas City, but I'm going to go bold prediction because, you know, y'all said I was I was saying a bold prediction. No, 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 not picking the team. I'm going to tell you who's going to be the MVP of that game. It's going to be oh. Clyde because Clyde. He, showed up. he showed up in the biggest games. He was the reason LSU beat Alabama. And he may be mediocre all season. I'm calling it that's the game where everybody's going to be saying his name. Oh, okay. Just because he's from LSU. He, he played at LSU, huh? No, Randy O'Gree, he played big time in oh. big games. He did, he, he did win that uh, Alabama game, that's for sure. Huge. I mean, and he looked like a little pinball in that game. If you're – if you play in the SEC, you have to show up every week for big games, right? Every week is a big game. But you know that Alabama game is even bigger one. I mean, mm -hmm. is it? Yes. Yeah. Well, the reason I say that, and I don't want to get off, off the NFL, but if you were to say, I'll win every game but Alabama, doesn't that make all the other games way more important than the Alabama game? No, I would yeah. lose every fucking game to beat Alabama or and or that, Florida. Well, that, well, first of all, Tennessee. Well, there's a difference between Alabama. right. There's a difference between 
wanting to win because you fucking just can't stand somebody that much and you just want to beat them. But there's another side of it of I need to beat this team to move on, but LSU I don't think has – they don't have to beat Alabama to move on. But I'll, tra- I'll translate it to NFL so we're not just completely off topic. When, when LSU – beats Auburn and they beat Florida and anybody else before Alabama, it really – they don't feel on top of the world yet because it doesn't matter until you get Alabama. And it translates to the NFL. Up until this year, it was the same way in the AFC, right? It didn't matter until you got rid of New England because that, that's, that's who you always have to go through. And Alabama has that same, you know, clout. Still doesn't. Patriots going to prove us all wrong. Be a fucking yeah. one. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, we're all going – with the defending champs to go back to the Super Bowl, with the exception of a team like the Patriots, I mean, is is this the next up and coming? Are we are we looking at a ten, twelve year span of a team that's just gonna run roughshod over people? I mean, history tells us no, but I mean, I could see. It's been a long time since we've seen a quarterback dominate like Mahomes did. And have that, and, and you talk about, I don't even know, do, do you even have 10 years of Andy Reid? I'm not being mean, but, I mean, let's be real. No, he likes his cheeseburgers, he says. Man, got the Waffle House menu over there with the playbook. <laughs> better get out there and run some wind sprints. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I got a better chance of running a fucking marathon than he does of running wind sprints. <laughs> <laughs> but, Daniel, maybe not 10, but I could arguably see them in – at least three out of the next five, easy. So, so when when does it become at least winning their division? When does that become a challenge for them? Is it now? No, I think that you got the Broncos as an up and coming team, but you, no, I don't think anybody's challenging them. No, no, because the Chargers are going into basically a rebuild, and I can't believe in the Raiders until I ever see anything. I think that that something that almost picked the Chargers, and I hear what you're saying. You're losing guys like Philip Rivers. You lost a few things, but I think that those dudes, all the first round picks they have, in another couple of years, they might be the team. They might surpass them. that division as a whole is getting a lot better really fast. Well, I think with with Vegas now having the Raiders, I think that's a place that wants to win right away, and they want to draw people, and they want to have big time like numbers. So. I, I would definitely see that up and coming, and I, I, but I don't see them being a, a factor in being in the Chiefs' way. Um, I just think they're Who's that gonna, young and the, that good. Are the Raiders going to actually have hometown fans, or is it just going to be people like me and Jim that are degenerates that go out there to see the shows and gamble? I think you're going to have more away fans. I think that's people are going to say, hey, let's – get some buddies together and let's go see our team play the Raiders in Vegas. I think you're going to get a lot of that. Um, or you're going to get a lot of guys on bachelor parties that are going to catch a game while they're there. That's not maybe a fan of either team that's playing. They just want to go check out the stadium and see some football. Yeah. If you, if you go to a Saints game, it, you know, the seeing it on TV made show it a different way, but New Orleans is the same way. Anytime I go out before or after the game, there are fans of the opposing team every time, everywhere. I mean, that's how Tampa Bay's been notorious for that is you get teams like Philly, you get the Patriots, you get the Giants, 
you know, most of these teams are bringing, even the Bears, like they're bringing more away fans than home fans. And I think it's, it, it's crazy, but the, yes, the Bears. I'm telling you, man. The Bears. Two years ago, I took my mom to a Bears game, and there's way, there's three quarters of the stadium was full Dude, of Bears. Fans. I'm going to Chicago to watch 10 tight ends play. Believe that. <laughs> Listen, hold up, hold up, hold up. So is your mom a Bears fan? Yeah, she's a Bears fan. Dude, so check this out. My dad, huge Bears fan. See, I think we are brothers. We, we might be. This is, this is huge. Randy, Randy's dad might be my dad. I mean, listen, wow. crazier things have happened. Wow. Ice Cube is Jim's dad. So, I mean, we just don't you, know. Look at that beard. Look at that hair. Jim, Jim where's I'm your glad. brush at? Show us the brush I, on Zoom. Oh, I don't have it with me. Uh, Dang. You're not a true, I, you're not a true I, beard I will, gang. I will text my daughter and tell her to bring it to me. But we need, we need to move on. But I will say this in regards to what we actually do have in common. When I was putting, you know, who we were out on it our It ain't the Browns. Account, no, it's, it's the Cardinals. That's the only thing we universally got the same. St. Louis Cardinals, not Arizona. Yeah. Big Kingsbury fan, though. I mean, hey, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, and look at this Playboy house. I'm jealous. He's he's second to Scotty P. <laughs> uh, All right, transitioning. NFC. Um, I'll go ahead and start this off because it, I'm going to make it real simple for you guys. You're going to hear the word Dallas a lot. Um, NFC East, Dallas. NFC North, Minnesota. NFC South, Tampa Bay. Uh, the West, Seattle, and a wild card will go to the Packers. A wild card will go to the Niners, and a wild card will go to the Saints. So, in order, I got Dallas. I'm sorry, I got Tampa Bay, Dallas, Minnesota, the Saints, and then you got Seattle, uh, 49ers, and the Packers. And I, 49ers and Packers, you could, I don't know. I was talking to Jim about this, Randy. I feel like there's going to be a team that's seven and nine getting into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't yeah. disagree. And, and I, I have a team like that too. I think it might be the Packers, to be honest. Yeah. But they got that jackass Aaron Rodgers. And He's really good. I man. hate him. He is very good. All right, Randy, who you got? NFC. All right, running it down one through seven. I'm going to go chalk on this one. I'm going New Orleans Saints in the one seed. 49ers two, Green Bay at three because my man's got something to prove. Going Dallas, squeaking their division, going at the four seed. I got the Bucks, the Hawks, and the sleeper pick that I know none of y'all have, the Atlanta Falcons, the seven seed. Big-time pick, Matty Ice. Wow. Wow, they're they're gonna they're gonna come back this year, man. Look, I know that uh, you know they're in the division, right? But Jim will tell you that they had a whole lot of injuries and a lot of really close losses. Yeah, they gave up a whole lot of points though, too. They got better though. They got better. It remains to be sure. seen if they actually got better. On paper, they got a lot better, and I just think when you have a franchise quarterback like they do, you can make noise. They end up getting a new coach. They fire their coach. What is their coach's name? 
I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna need not, Jeff. Mrs., it's Jeff. not Miss Knight. No, because <laughs> they'd be undefeated if she was the coach. Undefeated. I mean, look at us. Yeah, just winning, just straight winning. All right, Jim, who you got? NFC. Go ahead. And let me hear them Cowboys. Man, I don't we know had him in until Cowboys. you put it the, until you put the Saints. Hold on, I was checking this. I was checking this Falcon schedule real quick, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna just go ahead and put that off because they open with Seattle and Dallas. Week four they go to Green Bay. Week six couple they dubs. Go to Minnesota. No, week six they go to Minnesota. Eleven and thirteen to New Orleans, and week fifteen and seventeen to Tampa. Week sixteen to Kansas City. You've lost your mind. They're getting in. You. Dan Quinn. He's still the coach. He's Dan winning Quinn. it. This this is similar to the conversation me and Daniel had earlier because I was going to put the Rams in, kind of like you did Atlanta, and then I looked at their schedule, and me and Daniel got to week four, and I I was like retract like there was no there was no way I could put them winning those games, but clearly uh, you're drinking the sauce and that's cool. Uh, so nice. at the at the one spot I got New Orleans, at the two, give me Dallas. Three, give me Seattle. Four, give me Minnesota. Five, give me Tampa. Six, give me. Let's let's go. Let's let's throw the Packers in there. I hate them, but you know what? Daniel's on or something. And seven, hear me out here. I'm gonna say Philly, and here's why. I don't think they're better than San Francisco, but the team that loses from the NFC in the Super Bowl falls off the next year. We, me and Daniel went through it, and when you, whether you look at Atlanta or, or Carolina, like, they disappear, Rams, finding themselves back to relevant. So I can't pick the 49ers just because history tells me not to. So it, after, after that first seven, narrow it down to four, Jim. Oh, uh, let's I mean, let's get it on. Dallas, Minnesota, New Orleans and Seattle. Yeah, Tampa ain't Tampa ain't there. Mm, that's a shame. That's a that's a that's a shame. How you gonna do Tom like that? That's a ter- Tom Tampa Bay. It's gonna huh? be fun because I'm gonna I'm gonna be rooting based on how it would fall, depending, you know, it could go either way, but I'll either be rooting on Russell Wilson or I'll even root on Minnesota to send Tom packing just just because. That's a lie. You won't root for Minnesota. It depends on what happens on Christmas. <laughs> All right, take us down to four, Randy. All right, here it comes. I'm going to go with Saints. 49ers, y'all sleeping on Shanahan again. I see you. And I'm going to go with the age and experienced veteran quarterback, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and Tampa, Gronk, and Bruce Arians. That's, that's a strong four. Strong. strong. Uh, I'm going to go Tampa Bay, and I'm, I'm going to say this here. If, if Tampa Bay wins, if they make the playoffs and they – end up in the NFC championship. It's because Tom Brady's the MVP of the league and Bruce Arians is the coach of the year. I love it. Probably, probably makes a lot of sense. Probably. Yeah. So I got Tampa Bay. I got Dallas, Minnesota, and I got the Saints. 
I think the Saints the Saints are primed for the playoffs. I think there's there's a lot of people out there who said they've got the short end of the stick on on calls and just all kinds of stuff. So I think they're going to get a little good juju coming their way. Um, but based on but based on so how did you have it on the original seven? You had the Saints as a wild card. Who did you have meeting in the first round? I didn't, like I didn't map it out. I'd have to. Well, the look order at it in which I think you put it, you would have had them playing in Seattle, and I would bet against my team any day of the week in the playoffs in Seattle. They got a bad memory. Last time they went up there and played that guy. <laughs> oh come I mean, on, man! Hey, rest in rest in peace, Tracy Porter. Yeah. Hey, taste the rainbow. That's Fun fine. Fact, I mean, though, Daniel. Before that Tracy, was a Seattle, seven and nine team. Hey, Seattle could be, be beat there. Yeah, hey, fun fact, Daniel. Before Tracy Porter was murdered in Seattle, he uh, had a pick six on Peyton Manning to win the Super Bowl. So, Wow. You know what's sad is I believe in your team more than you do. And that's coming from – I I guess you are a Browns fan. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I mean, shit, dude. You don't believe in my team more than I do. There's – there's, yeah, I, I don't. I don't at all. That's but why I, I got Tampa taking it to Dallas's ass in that first round. Nope. Not, not a chance. Sir, I got a whole, whole scenario I'm going to map out for you guys in a minute. Um, so, I got Dallas and Tampa Bay moving on, NFC Championship game. And, and here's, here's the caveat to all this. So, Tampa is the one seed. Dallas will be the two seed and Dallas will come to Tampa and play them in the NFC championship game and win. So I'll get to see Dallas come here and win. And then they'll play in the Super Bowl two weeks later, right here in Tampa Bay again. So, and how many of those are you going to be there in the stadium for this? For the NFC championship game. If Dallas is in it, absolutely. Absolutely. Super Bowl, what, hey, on, on. hey, rolling like that yet? <laughs> what, what if? All right, what if they're allowing people in the games, but yet there's a spike in COVID? Are you risking it? I'm in it. I, I'm. He's going. Worth, He's all it's in. worth it. I mean, if I'm a Cowboys fan, <laughs> me fucking too, son. How often do you get to see that? Basically, I'd be paying to get COVID, <laughs> and it would be worth it. I mean, the He's last time the Cowboys. Himself. The last time the Cowboys won a playoff game, y'all are in Miss Knight's class. So, I mean, shit. Woo! Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. He's not even – the last time they won a Super Bowl, we weren't far removed. Nope. That's all right. That's all right. Miss Knight, she's my, she's my dog. Shout out, Miss Knight. I mean, she was probably like 20-something when we were in her oh, class. And we were like looking up to her like we were the Muppets looking up to their nanny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Randy, NFC Championship game. Uh, look, I'm going the epic 48-46 rematch, 49ers Saints. Ooh. Can't wait to see. I don't think that we'll quite have the shootout that we did in that game, but I think two of the best offensive coaching minds in the league going head to head is always going to be a fun matchup. Absolutely, Jim. Say, hold on to on that. You know, you talked about that 48-46 game, and you talked about Emmanuel Sanders, but. What George Kittle did to the Saints DBs was pretty Marshawn Lynch esque. Especially on that last drive. That's no lie. <sighs> that that, that, that hurt. That, man, that was like one of those games. 
that I didn't even text Jim after. Like, I, like we were texting the whole game. And then when George Kittle did what he did, I was like, RIP, I'll holler at you the next week, bro. I got you. It's all good. Ch- chances are well, you, you would have to broke. text him because you know he's going to get off of social media for two months after that. <laughs> Delete. Sure he comes back under the phone. alias as JD. <laughs> yeah. Man, C Square Pools has has so much activity on Facebook. Where's Jim at? It's winter time. <laughs> All right. So my picks are the Saints and the Cowboys. I want it so bad. I did, I, I it, if if the Super Bowl wasn't in Tampa and everything wasn't going on and working like the way it is in Tampa like I would want that too but unfortunately that's not going to happen so um just be prepared for that now do you who who do you have going to the Super Bowl okay so this is in 2009 and DeMarcus Ware isn't your defensive end terrorizing Drew Brees so as great as Dallas could be and probably because Andy Dalton's going to be your quarterback at that point uh, give me the Saints. Wow. Wow. All right. Randy, who's your NFC champion? I'm going Saints Nolans, or Niners? Nolans. Saints. Well, if Jim can take his team, I'm taking my team. <laughs> I got I got Dallas. And I'll take it a step further, and I say they're going to beat the Chiefs here in Tampa, and they're going to be Super Bowl champions. And I'll be the first person to tell you, I usually undersell my team like a motherfucker every year. And I think they're going to be terrible every year. But this is the first time that I've ever said anything to the effect that they're going to win it all. So, you know, I'm putting a lot of faith in Dallas and the players and um, putting a lot of trust that they're going to win the games that they're supposed to win. Because I think in previous years, the problem with them is I don't think the talent has been what people have questioned. I think it's just winning the games that they're supposed to win and crediting those losses to coaching. So now that shouldn't be the issue. So give me a veteran coach who's been there before with the right players, and I expect them to, to do big things. So, Super Bowl champion, Jim, who you got? You going to go with Saints? You going to go with the Chiefs? It, I mean, this makes me feel sick in my stomach. But I said what I said earlier about three out of five possibly for a reason. I just – if you're going to go with a shootout that's outside of the dome, I like Kansas City. Now, I mean, the, the beauty of this is I could either be right and bask in that, or I can be wrong and my team wins the Super Bowl. So I feel like I'm playing my cards right here by picking the team I actually think is going to win, and if I'm wrong, it's my team. So I'm going Kansas City in an epic shootout. It's going to come to a big-time defensive play, and I'm even going to go LSU as I normally would. It's going to be Tyron Matthews. You're hedging your bets, so it's win-win for you. Mm-hmm. Randy, who, who prevails, Saints or Chiefs? Patty Mahomes, baby. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's just so good, man. I mean, you know, you you touched on it in our last episode. 
it's almost like he flips a switch and he gets in this mode where when he wants to score, it's it's automatic. And he's got so many weapons. And, and they even addressed getting more weapons around him. I mean, even Clyde, like, you know, they say he was average in some games at LSU, but I think that was a lot of scheme. He's going to be asked to do a very similar role for the Chiefs. Hey, you're going to run the ball a few times. You're going to catch it out of the backfield. That's exactly what he's made to do. I think that between the weapons he has, Andy Reid coaching, I think they're a lot. I agree. I, I don't think you could go wrong with a, a Chiefs pick. I mean, it, it goes back to the adage, they're the champions until you beat them. Um, and I think we're all, you know, given a lot of credit to what they've done last year and we don't see them slowing down. So I, I could easily see them going and winning the Super Bowl. Um, you know, even, even the Saints, I think there's probably 10 or 12 teams that you could really gather up and say, like, if any of these 10 or 12 teams won, like, I could see it. Um, it's just that they're that good. Well, here's the thing, Daniel. We talked about the draft on the first NFL episode, and I told you who I thought the loser was, and I told you the Saints. And the relevance of me bringing that up is consider this against Kansas City. When you do have to account for Clyde and you do have to account for Kelsey, man, I bet you DeMario Davis is really going to wish he had a Patrick Queen beside him instead of unathletic white linebacker like the two that he has beside him. So I'm just saying. You're talking to a Cowboys fan about white linebackers. I know. We, we They got the patent on that. I mean, they don't I mean, stay on the field much, but they got the patent on that. Sean Lee's had 32 concussions and still gets out there and, and does his thing. Does work. What's the other guy? Vander? Vanderveer? Yeah. Oh, Vander. Yes. So, he uh, – Vanderveer. <laughs> James Vanderbeek, Dawson's Creek, shout out. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know. Anyhow, yeah, so he he's almost more milky than Sean Lee, and but he can he can flat play. Like he gets it done. Um, but you got I think to be a linebacker in the NFL, you gotta be wired a different way, man. Those those dudes are just well, look at the Overly best linebacker intense. in the league. I didn't I mean Luke Keekley, I mean what's the incentive Darn. to keep going? Going. Yeah. Think about this. Who do you, who would you say was the best for him, right? I'd say Patrick Willis, who left the game earlier. Uh, so you Patrick back Willis back was the best linebacker I've seen in forever. And that's what I'm saying. So you go from Willis to Keekley back to back, best middle linebackers leave early. Yeah. And it makes me so mad every time I hear Patrick Willis that Philip Fulmer, like, literally could have had him. Patrick Willis grew up a Tennessee fan, and it, they don't even recruit him. Then he goes down to Ole Miss, breaks his arm, wears a cast, and beats the shit out of everybody he plays. I mean, that's just a synopsis. Tells you, tells you everything you need to know about a guy. It tells you everything you need to know about a guy. You're exactly right. How? Like, Philip Fulmer is supposed to be y'all's savior, and – how does he how does he miss that guy? Well, the same way that he missed Randall Cobb a few years later that grew up in Knox County playing there. And then, you know, look, these things happen, man. I think we did okay. We had a linebacker by the name of Al Wilson. Maybe you've heard of him, Hall of Famer. He's okay. Yeah. yeah. We've had some we've had some decent ones. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to jump on this this college kick soon. I'm I'm in 
I see um, some animosity well, coming up right now. You started talking uh, about Tennessee. You're like, oh, this motherfucker. Uh, I'm just going to hold it. I'm going to hold it and sit on it because right now an this. SEC hater. He's an SEC hater. Who, who me? Yeah, you. He's a respect guy. He gives him his respect. I mean, I, I, I get He's an it. Ohio State guy. Man, he don't got I, no damn respect. I, I get it, but speaking of cheaters, I don't get it, but I don't. He comes I on mean, this. He comes on this Zoom call looking like Urban Meyer. I mean, damn. This dude, look, y'all had the most buttoned-up coach of all time wore a sweater vest, and he got caught cheating. I mean, and then you then you follow that up with Urban fucking. Cheating ass Meyer, man. You know what I mean? Listen, let's not get on a moral compass here. We had Lane hey. Kiffin. Let's just, I mean, you know, let's not go there. Now he's kind of living closer to you, though. You, you know what? When you look at Lane Kiffin, you sh- you you should have known like he would end up at Ole Miss. Like he's absolutely like, like nothing says I want to wear a visor and my my chubby shorts and my little. What is that? Those fishing like shirts? Columbia? Those, yeah, those Columbia. Yeah, those long sleeve fishing shirts. That's Speaking what he was of wearing chubby. Down the street at Maria's Cantina. He was wearing that same outfit. Speaking That's, of chubby, what did y'all do to him down there in Florida? Y'all, I mean, my man then got big. He's looking like me out here. Hey, he shit, I don't know. That's that's South Florida where down there where he was, way down there. So over under illegitimate children Lane Kiffin has. Oh shit, a ton. I'll set the he, number at eleven. <laughs> he, he he I think he is one of Philip Rivers' kids. <laughs> Just following in old dad's footsteps. That is too perfect. I mean Lane Kiffin at what makes that more ironic is that they're all like damn near the same age and that's yeah. the guy the culture bit on. <laughs> oh man. All right, so next next week we're going to break down some NBA. Um, I think we're going to do some predictions, and hopefully we have some word on when we're starting the season and what it looks like. Um, Here's what we know. Here's what we know, guys. Okay, breaking news. Tell us. What do we know? Here's what we know. The Grizzlies are going to get fucked. That's the, that's the breaking news. They're going to let Zion – Dame Lillard, all those guys get in. They're going to go one through 22 just so they can get some star power in there. And the Grizzlies, who earned that spot, now they're coming up with all these, well, technically they had the hardest remaining schedule. I don't want to hear that shit. My boys was doing work. So, there, when college football games are canceled for hurricanes and weather, they don't make them up unless they have to, right? Like if it's a conference game that's needed for record. Right. Right. There's nobody tied in the NBA currently, right, for an eight seed. No. No. So to me, like those games shouldn't matter. They should in the season. Yeah, three games is a lot of fucking games. Like three and a half to be exact. Three and a half. You got to. All I got. All I can tell them is they just need to do better. Man. Do better, Dame Lillard. Look, Dollar Dame, I love you, but oh. you got to stop crying. And that, yeah. that's the thing. I I actually am sad if Dame isn't in it because I like watching Dame. But the reality is, as a Westbrook guy, I should be joyous because at least he can't send out. you home no more. Right. Right. Hey. 
Bye-bye. Put him on the bye-bye. Right, well, then we'll, he got we'll tackled and then just gave him the stone face. So, hold on, Daniel. Matter of fact, so, you know on, what? Daniel. Fuck the Grizzlies. I want the Blazers in. <laughs> if, if, if they did that to Jim again, man, like he – well, what did you, you – you went off of social – you went dark on social media for what, like six weeks? DB, answer me this question, though. Answer me this. Why can Damian Lillard continue to treat Jim like a redheaded stepchild – but the Minnesota Vikings do it twice, and they just—I mean—he hates them. Chris Hill, you, I think it's—I think it's you. But do you remember what Dame Lillard did for me? Do you remember that eight-leg parlay where I actually bet on them against the Lakers in their first game after Kobe? And not only did they win me the bet, but they actually dusted that ass off. So what you're saying is money matters more than Westbrook. I never thought I'd hear it. Ugh, that's, t- yeah. that's tough, man. I don't know. I really love that guy. I, I, I can think see I'm me saying cry. this. Uh, you I'm know what? When he leaves. You know what's disappointing is for you to be such a Westbrook fan. Like I see zero Westbrook behind you. No, he's back there in a damn portrait. What are you talking about? Oh, your big ass head's covering it up. <laughs> oh, big but head. You ain't saying hey. that about Randy's big head covering up his whole painting. But I see the grit and the grind and the growl towels over there. Like growl towels, grit, grind. Got Sun Studio back here. Shout out to Elvis. We all over the map. Memphis in this thing right here, baby. Nine oh one. You ain't even got no sports memorabilia. You got a damn CNI chart. What's, what is it? Oh, you talking about DB? I'm like, what you mean, yeah. grit, grind, baby? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you can't see the Cowboys last. Super- <laughs> oh, oh, damn! He pulled okay. out uh, like a real deal. All right, I lose. Man, we can't. Okay, well, we can't pull out those. <laughs> I got a participation trophy. I got a ribbon. Mm. Sixth place. That's the All right, get us off here, Daniel. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up. So, next week, breaking down the NBA. If you want to, you know, hear something in particular, I know Jim threw it out there. UFC. Um, we'll be more than happy to talk about it. I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I don't know a lot about a lot of things. So that's why I rely on Jim and Randy here to give me all the insight on horse racing and poker and UFC and boxing and chess and marble racing and all that good stuff. So hold up, is it still is is it still Hoist Gracie? I don't, <laughs> yeah, he, he he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. thirty thirty two years later. Throw the weight classes out and let's get it on. That I'm back in. Yeah. The original ultimate fighter fighting people to the death one right after the other, all in one day. Tournament style, baby. Let's go. All right. So it's been in off the bench episode seven. We are out.